0: Hey, Zen friends. Welcome to Crazy Zen
1: Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life.
0: Oh my gosh, dust off your mics. We are back.
1: Welcome we are back. back, Zen friends friends. I am your host Shannon Kessler alongside the lovely and talented Brittany Swan coming to us live from Florida. I'll take the lovely. We'll think about the talented. (laughs) Girl you don't have your hype bitch. I gotta get you up and going.
0: One person's hype the other person's humble. Bring it down. (laughs) T-shirt line coming out on our t-shirts. Hyped and (laughs) humble. Hyped and humble. humble.
1: We're coming um, at you, along with petty versions. and polite.
0: We are hype and humble. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, seriously, don't don't take a trademark. I'm gonna uh, when I hang up here, I'm gonna trademark that shit because I know you bitches be stealing that because <laughs> times are hard. <laughs> times are hard. Gas prices are are high, and you like hype and humble. Let's go. Hype and humble. Etsy. Let's do it. <laughs> Etsy shop load one. <laughs> no, no shame to that, though. I even thought about I was like, how can I make extra money? I have been hawking all my oh, shit on various websites. Don't shade that shit, though. That's that's a good way to make money. You but it does have take been time.
1: hawking a lot of things. I'm over here Googling What's the best way to sell feet pics? Because it's gonna happen, guys. I'm I'm at the point. I'm now at the point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. They can't see my face, but they can see my feet. Which go peppy. Well, let me just tell you right, right now. Right. This is, now. This it. If there's the gotta... only fans
0: out there with Shan's feet pics, I'm gonna be able to fix. I was like, I know that pinky. I know that, I know toe that pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> but look at it for 10 years. Just kidding. Uh, but if you're not. Just borderline in despair, and you're having a great week. We congratulate you, way to stick it out. And we're happy to be here this Friday. Hopefully, we're releasing this on a Friday. If it might be Saturday, who knows? We'll see. You no.
1: never know, I'm, I'm about to take over the releasement placement off your plate <laughs> be like, I got it. I'm gonna load it, <laughs> I'm gonna get it out. It's gonna be out Friday morning. We good.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> School's back in. I'm on a better schedule. I'm awake. I'm ready. i taking hey. my vitamins. Have you ever noticed like when you make a list of to-do and if it has vitamins on it, once you take your vitamins, you're like, I'm good. You're like,
1: all right, game on. You know what?
0: Ready for I the day. could be a shit human the rest of the day. Probiotics <laughs> doing the work for me. <laughs> you ever noticed? I do that shit all the time. I'm like, well, I took my vitamins. So yeah, up?
1: I don't. I usually don't stop after the vitamin taking as my <laughs> peak performance. I usually really try to dive in there.
0: That's <laughs> on I peak at 9 a.m. I peak. I do the most at before AM. It's great. It's great. great. I unload the dishwasher and I'm like, whoo, like (laughs) who needs a gold star today?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we are so glad to be back. We took some time off this summer. We needed to really, you know, just circle back in with the fam, have a good time, take a little break. And now we're back. We are excited to be back. We love chatting with you guys and we have a little bit of catching up to do. you know, we, we've been out of pocket, if you will, in the social headlines. So we're going to crawl back in. No, we're not crawling. We're jumping. We're jumping back in today to some of the things that we have been chatting about offline that we we're like, we really need to be talking about this with our friends on the pod. So
0: <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Welcome back.
1: I don't I know what that voice was today. i so sorry. I don't know what that
0: was. I love our lineup because it's, yeah, it's so like... I think it's entertaining. So if we think it's entertaining, we release it to you because mm-hmm. um, we're a hoot and a half. We are. A hoot and a holler these two.
1: A hoot and a holler.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, Southern Charm is our new favorite thing. And if you guys have not just dialed in, you need to press. No, don't press pause. Listen to us. And then you're gonna be like, you're so right. Because I have never been so involved in a show than right now in this Southern Charm season it is so great they took a little bit of a a little bit of a time off and they brought it back and it is full throttle so the cast is still somewhat the same but of course we brought in craig's new girlfriend Paige, and Mm -hmm. madison's engaged and there's a lot of love triangles and a lot
1: of eye rolls and Mm -hmm. i'm here for it all it is. It is the southern decadence of hot goss that you just can't get enough of. I love it drops on Thursday. So usually by Friday morning, I'm like, whoo, let's go. <laughs> what do we got? Yeah, And let's go. they have not disappointed. I mean, we are a couple episodes in and I'll tell you, they're really they're really bringing the cattiness and the pettiness and the level of reality TV that we've come to expect from Charleston, South Carolina. And there are some characters on this show that Brittany and I talk about often in our Marco Polo's back and forth. One of them being, who are we going to start with, Brett? Like, who do you want to start with in this? Because there, there's so many. <laughs> there's just so in many. In my <laughs> mind, I, I have to start with Madison. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can talk about her for days. Me too.
0: I mean, it might. This could be a full hour. This could. I I could go down the lineage. There should be flow charts a lot. So here's the thing. I really do appreciate what Madison brings to the show. And if you guys recall, like as as this season wrapped last time. And it was it was very heated after the whole JLo Arod and Madison LaCroix incident. And she has turned a shit show into a gold mine. I gotta and give it has. to the girl. She's on Amazon Live all the time. She's I making that money. I mean, she's <laughs> trying to hawk everything. Like I, she is ready to, quote, as I said the other day, bleed out for anyone who will give her a red cent on Amazon. And I don't shame that shit. Like, go ahead yeah. do your thing. But here's the thing. she, Like what you said yesterday, I was like nodding to it. And sh- you said she's got to be relevant until she can make money, not on reality TV. And that is what she's trying to get to. And she's just yes. not there yet. I don't know if she has the sustainability to do that. That's my that's my question. Because do you think that she
1: really has it? I well, I don't know because I do think she loves attention. I don't think it necessarily has to be positive attention that she likes, which is why she likes to poke the bear of Austin so much, and like she likes to you know scratch the surface of people, and so she just likes attention. So I think, I think and hope that once she gets into the rhythm of being married and in that relationship, that that attention seeking will not have to be so obvious. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe uh, like creating that relationship with her husband and creating, you know, she talked about wanting a family. So I do think that once that kind of role comes into her life cycle, I think she'll settle down a little bit with the amount of things that she's selling on the internet, but I do think again. I don't know what she gets paid to promote things. I really don't, but I mean, I'm sure it's pretty penny. You know, obviously, it's enough that it keeps her going, and you know, she's doing her thing. I mean, she still has her hair salon. She does a lot of a lot of products. I mean, she's doing a lot of things. She's coming out with a collab with Beach Riot. Um, so you know, love that brand by the way. I do too. It's one of my favorites. Um, so there's a lot of things going for her. So I again, like, I just don't think that she needs to be as Caddy, so to speak on the internet as she once did like we've definitely seen her kind of flip the page on how she used to show up online to versus how she shows up online now so it's more of like business madison versus caddy madison so you know but i still think that there's going to be a part of her that really enjoys sharing on social media and creating you know a, a, sh- a revenue stream from online sales. So I don't think we're gonna see her stop, but I think it will shift a little bit once she doesn't need it the way that she wants it.
0: Yeah, I do see her. She's very intentional of how she's poking the bear before she's just mm-hmm. spitting off the cuff, you know. I don't even know if that's correct. That's just I'm just gonna go with it. But here's the thing like I think that she is kind of pulling back for sure and just trying to like here I'm just going to show my face enough Mm -hmm. to make some dollars and then I'm going to dip out. Yeah. And here's an unpopular opinion. I don't think that she'll get married. Oh really? Yep. Mm. I think the engagement will be broken off. That's just my take. I mean and she and if she goes through with it I think it's like a I feel like it's not going to last very long. I just have this feeling it's like a Megan King Edmonds kind of thing and I just Hmm. I'm just not buying it for some reason. It it just, it's making me scratch my head. Okay. They look in love. Don't get me wrong. They look like they're super into each other and taking all the ooey gooey pics. But I feel like it's not going to hit.
1: See, this is where like, we don't really know anything about him. We only know the short little snippets that we get from Madison on her stories or in her feet. Like we don't really know anything about him because he's not on social media. Mm -hmm. They don't live together. And I don't know, like, are they living apart when they're married? Is that, so they're going to try to make that work, which I think is going to be strenuous and harder than they think. But also if that's the way the the relationship's been set up, then maybe it's not that hard. I don't know. You know, like, I mean, I know that before I moved to Kentucky, I dated my husband for on and off four and a half years and we were apart. And that's the only way that relationship would have worked. Like it would not have worked if we were in the same city at the same time. It just wouldn't have. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe they'll figure it out. But at some point, they're going to have to be together. So I'm curious if that will be what that teeter-totter breaks. T-saw, tart whatever. Whatever that scale is that tips, I think that that might be it. Because at some point, one of the two is going to be like, enough is enough. And I don't know if he'll move from, you know, West Maybe coast he to here.
0: Yeah. He lives in the West coast. I'm telling you. I'm calling it right now. I think he's okay. too headstrong. She's given in to him too much. I think that she kind of wants this kind of lifestyle. So she thinks, and then she's going to realize that she's a strong woman. Why am I giving up everything to move to the West coast? It's not going to translate because only her vibe is Southern. Well, she it's can't not gonna move hit. to
1: West coast because her, um, she's got a son and her baby daddy lives in South Carolina. So and I don't see him moving. He's not going to move. Yeah, so I'm telling her. you, it's not gonna work
0: out. Uh, you heard it here first. Interesting. But now okay. on to the other mm-hmm. lovely cast of characters. Cast of characters. Uh, big fan of Leva. I'm gonna I'm gonna cruise through that one right. She hasn't made yeah. it super like. I like that there's a token mom on the on the
1: show. I wish, but they she low key stirs up shit trying to play a psychologist. Do you? by, by trying to play a therapist, do you see that? Like sometimes, like for example, when they were at that garden party. That was supposed to be for a joint birthday party for um, Vanita oh, awesome. and Madison that really turned into a congratulations, Madison, you're engaged party, which was super fucking annoying to me. I was like, stop. Ew. Very, I mean, I was, was team Vanita all day on that one. I was like, ew. Madison and
0: cried on her couch. I was like, girl,
1: it's Ben and Jerry's okay. is your best yeah, friend right now. Not exactly. Madison. Not Madison. Um, but she really did. Leva really stirred up some shit um, at that table. I forget what she asked, but she asked a question to Catherine that I was like, that is not the time nor the place. You don't, you don't need to air the grievances for everybody at that table. That was, and it wasn't your place.
0: She opened it to the question across the table. Like let, if we're all girlfriends, we should be able to like talk about stuff. What is, what is something like someone wants to say to somebody? And then it's just like,
1: oh, it was, okay, let's go. It was definitely geared toward like, she knew what she was doing. She knew what, can of worms she was about to open with the questions. And she's done it a couple of times with the guys too, where she's asked questions that I was like, that's not your place to ask that right now. But again, it makes for great TV. Like I understand why they're doing it. But I was like, as if, like, if I was watching this as a friend on the outside, I'd been like, girl, that is not when we ask this question and in front of other people, like this is not a vulnerability, vulnerability party that we are trying to, you know, invite everyone (laughs) that's sitting here No. Like, so, I mean, I do like her a lot, but there are certain times where I'm like, okay, that's enough.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. She's just trying to stay there, but she's got some great looks. Oh, I will will give her, I will give her a round of applause on that. She's, she's bringing it a lot of the Mm -hmm. time and she looks fantastic and it's not about body weight or anything. She just looks like she's really happy in her own skin and I have to give her major props for that um vanita great i'm glad that she's in the main cast i think that she's well she's definitely needed she gives a great voice um yeah and you can kind of see where she's trying to find like what her intensity level is she doesn't know when she wants to dial it up and dial it down and i think that's just maturity and age but when she's full throttle and then then all of a sudden you see like the lights go on she's like oops went too
1: far yeah (laughs) i like too that she isn't afraid to apologize when she knows that she's gone too far. She's like, you know what? I was out of line. I'm sorry. Like I do appreciate when she's been able to write her wrong, so to speak. Right. Me too.
0: Um, Olivia is kind of dead behind the eyes. She's the kid that got everything growing up. I feel like the first time she's not able to get what she wants in the group and it's socially acceptable and she's got enough like time with the friends to be like, it's not like she's a new girl anymore. They're like familiar and they're used to her. She's going to
1: throw a tantrum like a kid at Target. And she it's going to be right to throw a tantrum like a kid at Target. Because when you're starting to get into like she is the 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 peaked interest, if you, I'm going to call it a love interest, but Austin has taken a liking to Olivia and Olivia has taken a liking to Austin. But here's the thing. Austin likes to dangle his little, like, maybe I want to be interested in you. Maybe I don't in front of Olivia. And she's like, should I get off the pot motherfucker? Like, do you want to hang out with me or do you not? Because you can't really just have it in this weird land of like, I like you, but I also want to be able to do all these other things with all the other people, but you need to be on call when I'm ready for you. So, and also Olivia's getting frustrated on the show because Austin keeps bringing up Madison, his ex-girlfriend. And that's just a bunch of bullshit. And Olivia's over it. She's like, I don't want, like she's a third party in our relationship for no reason. They're broken up. Why do you keep talking about her? Move on.
0: And that's oh, terrible. For it.
1: Like, I mean, it's I just so need awkward. her to go off on him enough time to be like, girl, either. Honestly, I think she's too good for him. I really do. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Austin. I think he's a whiny, spoiled brat. And that is, you know, I'm out of it. I'm I, like, I'm, I'm not team Austin. He gets on my nerves and he just needs to grow up. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm over it. It's, it's, I was on your team for a little while. I get it. You're heartbroken. You went through some shit. I mean, come on. We've all been through a breakup. Let's go. Let's move. Let's patch stuff on the butt. Let's go. Uh, it's, it's on yeah. my, he's on my nerves. So he is um, on my nerves. Yeah. You no, know, who else is on my nerves is Shep. I cannot oh. This guy. talk about failure to launch failure to commit. I, The the highlight of his whole storyline is his goddamn dog. I'm like, that is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. This dog is so cracked out. It is the
1: best. Oh, yeah. Watching. They also, if you're... Gives two shits. There is a dog wedding that happened between Shep's dog, Little Craig, and Patricia's dog, Peaches. And that, I was like, this dog wedding was nicer than my wedding. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Wow. There was a lot of shipping. whole. it was beautiful. But I was like, damn, this is a dog wedding. Dog okay. wedding. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Shep is um, he's just a narcissistic asshole as well. And it also has this like weird entitlement that only exists in the city of Charleston, South Carolina. Like you take Shep out of Charleston. He's nobody gives a shit about him. Like, I'm sure he's got status and he's got, you know, lineage and whatnot, and heritage in Charleston, but you take him out of that, like, nobody gives a shit who Shep no is. Nobody cares. Nobody and cares. And, like, and he knows that, which is why I think he is so stuck and content on being like a concrete fixture in the city of Charleston. Like he has no desire to leave, but cause he, no one's going to check his behavior. He just gets to live without any consequences. And he gets to be like a perpetual frat boy for the rest of his life.
0: And he wants to be like a philosophical frat boy, which really pisses me off. And I'm like, what have you do-? I mean, like, I know you probably yeah. have some kind, you, he's a smart guy. I think that yeah. he is somewhat intelligent, but here's the thing. Like it's like that, friend that listens to too many podcasts, I am that, I am that person, but like, (laughs) and they want to like spill over all the info that they heard like five minutes ago, that's him, his entire life. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no one needs to hear about that. No one needs no one needs to know how you're all of a sudden in touch with your vulnerability on the inside,
1: you know. But it's like he says these things, but I don't feel like he means them. Like he knows the words that he's supposed to use at the right time. But I don't think that he honestly believes any of it. I totally agree.
0: I 100 percent.
1: I mean, and then when it comes to
0: hold the Craig, if you guys don't watch Summer House, please press play. It's great. I watched it. I full binged and caught all the way up not too long ago. Um, but now that we have Paige and Craig together, it is one of the best storylines. I love it because Paige is just like, you guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. She's like, I am going to go back to New York because she's from New York and she's still like um, an influencer in New York. And she's like, I'm just going to go back to New York where people tell me what I, what they feel about me to my face. Yeah. Not used to the Southern shit where
1: it's like, yeah, <laughs> bless your heart, which also means fuck you. like. <laughs> And yeah it's hard fuck you yeah I
0: posted I don't know if I posted it or screenshot it because sometimes I have to watch what I post on the crazy
1: <laughs> you don't have to filter yourself here Brittany we welcome well no because someone was like oh
0: girl you're dark I'm like oh yeah I had a bad day uh
1: but one of them was from
0: I forget it, it was one of the people I follow and it was like I I don't like to speak ill of the dead so I like to talk shit about people who are still living I was like that's <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect and that's why southern people exist they're like listen mm-hmm. we don't want that shit we believe in ghosts right <laughs> but we'll talk shit while we're here it will just be behind your back but hey all with love all with fun we'll with the best time. yeah <laughs> uh, real big fan of craig and Paige. though i'm so happy they're together they look like a, really in love i can't wait to see how it goes on um and see what happens towards the end i now the Naomi of it all. I've always been a fan of Naomi. Yeah, I, love I, I love her. I love her storyline. I don't think that she's going anywhere. I think that Southern Charm franchise really sees something with her. Maybe have a spinoff. I don't know exactly what that will be because I think she has a great friend group. So I'm just saying. I think there's. I haven't heard anything. That's just my my personal yeah. take. Um. So. It's just very interesting to me that she's keeps pulling Craig aside. Like she's a strong girl. She's a business owner. She's doing her own thing. She's released several like little online books. And I'm like, let's let's capitalize on that instead of holding on to your your yeah, old shit.
1: I feel like some of that too is the way that the show gets edited. Cause I, I'm imagining that it looks like it's been a much longer period of time than it actually has been. Um because they had they ended up sleeping together in Las Vegas at in like September of last year. Maybe, I don't know. Like the timeline's a little bit wonky between both of them of when they can agree that this happened Um, versus the time that Paige and Craig decided they were going to be exclusive and like Craig didn't cross any lines, but it still made Paige feel like, you know, like, listen, you slept with this girl and then we got back together and decided to be a thing. So like, yeah, I'm still going to want to keep her at arm's distance and, and, Understandably so. I mean, I think it takes a very secure relationship and very two secure people to create a secure relationship. And I don't think that Paige and Craig are both super secure people. And so, I, I they're building security mm-hmm. within each other, but I don't feel like they're like the most stable yet. It's getting oh here. no no no. So if, I think Paige I'm- was you know right in asking for boundaries when it comes to Craig and Naomi, because of what happened in their history and their relationship. I still think there's a little part of Craig that still has like, I think Naomi was his first love. And like, it's probably very hard to see your first love every day, or like have such close interactions. And I think that again, that that's like the culture of Charleston, where you like, no matter, you're going to just be in the same mix of people all the time, you can't avoid being in the same room with your ex when you're all, you know, intertwined the way that they are. So I understand that, but I also understand where Naomi's coming from. It's like, I'm not trying to romantically be in a relationship with you, Craig, but I do want to have a friendship with you. If Mm -hmm. you were telling me that we can't even be friends and go out for coffee just to talk about shit, then that is kind of a bit of like a, okay, like ever, or you just need some time to figure it out. Like I, I see both sides of this coin. I mean, I, I definitely understand setting boundaries. Great. But like, I also am like, well, are you not allowed to be friends with your ex? Like, have you ever been friends with an ex? You know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get both, but I do feel like it is a little bit um, edited to show that it looks like Naomi's intentions aren't to be friends. It looks like there is, like, I would, but again, like when they were at the dog party or the dog wedding and she's like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute and like pulled him aside to a different room. That made the hair on my neck stand. I was like, ooh,
0: I don't me like Me too. That. That's it, inappropriate.
1: That's inappropriate. And I also think that, Craig... that was like an edited part of the show of like producers being like, pull him aside, get him into like a, you know, a private room type deal. I don't think that she would have done that outside of cameras being there. That's just my thought.
0: I mean, maybe because it seemed like to me after the coffee incident, she wanted to talk about something and she, I think it might've been festering with her. So I think it would have happened cameras or not, but is no matter what, it was inappropriate to pull anyone aside and she's her own big girl and she knows the dynamics of the show. She's not, yeah, she's not. new. So that's where I was like, "Eh, you kind of lost me there, Naomi. I mean, I love you to death. Like you're doing your thing, but I, I I didn't love that. And I'm glad that Craig reacted like that. He goes, (laughs) he did take some deep digs, but then you have to let her know that she can't, she's not, I think it was him finally like asserting himself, like, listen, I wanted you back for years. You chose a douchebag, which he's is, Matula is a total douchebag. And then, yeah, it's like she wanted to kind of come back and kind of not, I wouldn't say manipulate because I think that's too strong of a word, but she did kind of want to test the waters. And it's gone. Like he's with Paige. He's super happy. Yeah. He makes no, he does not mince any words on that. And I think that it was finally like, he's like, I'm going to tell you this for the last time. I think that's like basically where he got, like, I'm going to have to respect my girlfriend. She's right over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think that the difference between like, because Naomi in that, when he, when she pulled, Craig aside was like, I'm just starting to see some red flags because I was in a relationship where my partner wouldn't let me, you know, hang out with my friends and whatever. And Craig put a hard stop. He's like, we, this is not the same. Like, yeah, I am in a loving, committed, respectful relationship. You were not like the tool was not loving and respectful to you. He was controlling, manipulative, and an asshole. Like yeah not none of those things are in the relationship that Craig is in so like I was glad that he came back with that and was like girl no don't you're not playing to play that card that's an absolutely not for me so and if we're like,
0: gonna play the card she was the one that didn't support Naomi was the one that didn't support Craig through the whole pillow business and make exactly. fun of him sewing yeah. and all this other shit so if we're really gonna play that card he's like what I left you and found this one yeah that might have been yeah that that, yeah, that right. probably checks out yeah and now look at me I'm flourishing and I am glad that she owned up on the show I don't know if it was filmed, but of her saying like, you know, I was wrong about Craig, like it, you know, yeah. now he's killing it. And I mean, she, that did, has to be she like- did.
1: Yeah. She did admit that Um, this last episode of like, I said those things and I was wrong. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hyped and humble. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving Maybe, on. Right we on. Have, I am so sorry. We spent so much okay. time on that, but we could really spend.
1: We just love that show hours. so much. And it's like the one show we both watch at the yes. same time so it's like we get to catch up in real time it's okay so it's okay so highly recommend
0: 10 out of 10 okay moving on so kim and pete did break up there's no shock there
1: i'm not gonna lie i was sad i was a, i was a little little reclaimed i, I was, was like, a little sad i was really you know really hyped for this relationship because i was such a, a an anti-believer in the beginning i was like no this is bullshit this is just for this is just for show this isn't like a real thing I was wrong and I was happy to be wrong about that because I have become a Pete Davidson fan over this. And I, I like the Kim that we get with Pete. I really enjoyed it too. I enjoyed like the, it's just, it was a totally different,
0: it seemed like a totally different yeah. Kim Kardashian, but everything's so choreographed in their life. So it's I just know, like, you don't really know. They're just giving us what we crave yeah. or I, I don't see, I don't know what they give us. Yeah. But, um. I was a big fan. I was. And then he left SNL and joined the Kardashian umbrella. I'm like, what is going on with that? Can we can we get an update? Is he still under management with Chris? Like right. he went he
1: crossed over. With, so I'm like, is that a breakup? Like, what's that paperwork look like? I doubt that this is a, OK. This is my this is my opinion. I don't think this is a full on breakup. I think this is a Kim got into this relationship with Pete right after she divorced with Kanye. And she is a serial monogamist relationship or like she's been in a relationship I think since she's been like 18 years old. So, you know, she's definitely due to have some time to spread her wings. And I want that for Kim and I actually want that for Kim and for Pete, because she's got to be able to like date other people or just do whatever she wants to do with other people before she gets into another serious relationship. I think she owes it to herself. And I also think she owes it to whomever she's going to be in a next serious relationship with. So I think that, you know, Pete is in Australia filming a movie right now. And I think that that time was a great time for them to break up. So I do think it made a lot of sense for them to take a break while he's down under. Um, I think the timing of it was a little suspicious given that they released it the same day that Chloe and Tristan's surrogate baby was born. So again, like you were saying before, everything is calculated with the Kardashians, you know, Kris Jenner had this down to the second on her, you know, calendar of when to publish events type deal. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the mastermind that is Kris Jenner knew what she was doing. And again, if she, if Pete is under the Kris Jenner umbrella, this is not the last of Pete Davidson that we're going to see. I can guarantee that. The, the Chloe
0: and Tristan thing was released at 7 p.m. on a Friday. So we know like anytime time anything's released on a Friday, it's trying to get buried. Yeah. So but that's where it goes to die. <laughs> yeah. 7 p.m. But it didn't. It didn't. Everybody's like, what? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, no. So, you know, I whether they broke up, whether they're even broken up, that's another thing. Like to me, I don't think How they're do really know? broken up. Yeah, I think it's a I don't think it I, I really think it was like a calm Kanye down. Like, let's, let's oh, you think this and- was for Kanye? That's what I think. Mm. I think it was meant to calm Kanye down. Let's let's bring it down. And um, I think they're like pulling back a little bit, but I don't think they're broken up. I don't think they're fully like non-communicating. Non-communi- like, and that's what I think.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely have no don't basis think that- of information on this. I, okay. That's just my take. Yeah, that, that's a very interesting take on that. I've, I would never have thought that that was a play for Kanye, but interesting. I, I mean, I like it. I'm like, OK, OK, um, but definitely don't think that they've stopped talking like and they meaning Pete. and Ken,
0: But yeah, I think they're still meeting up. I, I
1: think have
0: hopes that they will, you know, they'll come back together. I really I liked it. So and I'm really excited to watch this season. I really can't wait. Like, I want to see like kind of how it went down. And
1: yeah, um, gonna Ooh, are we like, going to get, get that on the show? Are we going to get the breakup on the show? I don't think so. I don't think I know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because they're still
0: filming. um, I don't know. uh, Confessionals or whatever they're called, you know, so. Oh, and that was another thing I meant to mention about Southern Charm. They're still filming confessionals. So they haven't even wrapped up the entire season. I mean, they've wrapped up filming, but they haven't wrapped it up. So I'm really interested to see because a lot of shit has gone down online so I'm wondering like circling back so that's another thing like when people are still filming confessionals like a lot of shit can come out (laughs) so yeah that's true that's not with the Kardashians but they because they're calculated but I I I love that because because you still like as you're rehashing it you're probably a little bit more open Mm -hmm. to say like saying more than you normally would that's just my opinion I know I would I'd be like and another thing I've been
1: thinking about this for a fucking hot minute (laughs) oh my gosh you and your shower thoughts I know the most, the yeah. most a catalog of events. <laughs> <laughs> it it's a scroll
0: that I'm taking with me to the coffin. I'm like Anna, listen, you in the back, yeah. <laughs> you should talk. To you. I I got I got handles and business with you too. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I'm my most confrontational self in the shower. It's great.
1: Oh, it's great. I do feel like if you go first and I have to give your eulogy at your funeral, I'm going to have a long list of people that I'm supposed to give like your last comments to. And I'm going to have to be like, these are not my thoughts. These are my friends thoughts that I have been. uh, My duty as her bestie is to share them with the people. But Tina, you're going down. Brooke, you got to go. Like, (laughs) I feel like that's kind of where I know. Okay, guys. This is so a mechanic weird.
0: that overcharged me for the tires. I know you did. I know you, you did. You know, it. like, or some shit like that. I know. And I'm I don't like, want listen. to take that to the grave. <laughs> it's just like, or, or, or like, why are you always wearing those shoes, Tina? Like, she, right. she, she told you to stop wearing those shoes, and you never did. And I don't you know understand listen. why. Those were terrible. Yeah. And I know great. you were cheating at cards at one time. I'm like <laughs> this is a lot of shit. A lot of shit. I love that shit. That's great. That's the kind of eulogy that I would want to attend. you t- hmm Tell me, well, you would not sign up or line up outside to get? Home. Oh my God! Yes,
1: to have a roast from the deceased. Yes, I yes. would have a guest list,
0: and they would be a VIP. And if you sit in the VIP, um, see this. Okay, is Tina, to, can you yeah. please stand up, <laughs> Tina? Okay,
1: this how, is how is dare you? She really <laughs> want to say to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I go first. I'm apologize in advance because I know she's gonna add some things to the list that that weren't approved before I left this earth. She can be like, she didn't say this, but this is what she really wanted to say.
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Listen, she didn't have the ball to say, but here I want to say, Dan, say it anyway. Stop. Why'd you why'd you load the dishwasher like that? Like, why'd you do that? <laughs> Ruby Jane, pick up your socks. Who? Can, I, I know they don't match. But pick them up. It's rude. It's like twenty years. Let's stop it. I Eleanor, got Marcos, to prove it. <laughs> Eleanor, why you spill so much shit in the car? You know, like, it's just like, I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you. I appreciate it. (laughs) That was looking out for me. (laughs) And last but not least, because we're looking out for you and we do listen to the absolute most all the time. And I don't know if you guys log so much listening time. I'm always listening to something. Yes. In the car, around the house, folding laundry, whatever. That's what I think this makes our podcast so great. But I also listen to Call Her Daddy um, here and there, not all the time. Um, And just the one thing about Call Her Daddy I don't know if you guys have ever just press play on a lot of it. Um, She does conduct a great interview. I have she, to give yeah. Alex Cooper a lot of that. She sometimes her ads get a little bit annoying, but I, I do love, love, love the way that she conducts a very concise, direct, fabulous interview. She knows she does the a lot of to
1: And I, I really love people who take the time to research their guests and have very, you know, thought-provoking questions when they have a guest on. And I think she does a great job of that. I she agree.
0: really does. So, and it's always, um, because a lot of these interviews sometimes like, you know, other really well-known podcasters can take so long to interview somebody. And it's like, it goes so many different avenues. And sometimes that's entertaining. I'm not going to say that I haven't enjoyed some of those, but I love a good 35, 40 minute person mm-hmm. where you dip in and then it makes me want any more. And then I might go out and buy that yeah. book, download that album, whatever just to find out what the hype is and, and learn a bit more about what that person is. So really enjoyed their most recent um, episode release from Call Her Daddy it has Demi Lovato. She just released a new album and it is all the rage and call her to Alex Cooper 1 to dive right in. And she did, she did a really great job. Um, Demi opens up a little bit more about what she's been going through recently. I was really enthralled with this because coming off of the documentary that was released about 18 months ago, I believe, maybe two years ago. It's a little fuzzy, not going to lie. But that was when she talked a lot about her addiction and going to rehab. And at the close of that documentary, as we recall, she says that she was California sober and we had to like go through what that meant. And um, we all kind of scratched our heads, but we're like, Hey, do what you want to do. And then throughout the last 18 months, two years, Demi's kind of gone through a lot of Different public things of what supporting and, and finding herself. And I think she really identified what she was going through in this podcast. I think that she's, she's now 30 and we all know what that's like crossing over to the 30, (laughs) the 30 Mm -hmm. mark is feels like, and I think that she's trying to find herself and that's definitely what she's conveying. Um, she now goes by the pronoun. She evidently she is dating, Okay. And um she is also really she's now sober. She went back into rehab later or last year, like in November. So she is a hundred percent sober now. She's like, you know, that wasn't really working for me. Um which honestly, like I was really proud of her for like even talking about both ways. Yeah. I felt I like too. she was trying, she didn't want to be controlled and that's what she wanted to be the California sober, but she figured out that didn't really work for her. So she had to go back and figure, well, you know what? Maybe maybe a sense of control is what I need. But yeah. um, in addition to that, she talks a lot about her Disney days, which that wasn't a lot of the documentary. If you guys recall, um, she does go into a lot of what, the control factor was for her, um, what she was allowed to do, what she, she wasn't allowed to even like leave her hotel room or order room service or, um, see certain people. Like everything was super calculated. She had very busy, like four years to where it was either, she was filming a show, recording an album, recording a movie and going on tour. She did that for four years. Like that's, that is a steady, that's a
1: lot for like a teenager. That's, I mean, for anybody, but yeah, for anybody. For, yeah. I mean, for so, a young kid that's not allowed to make her own decisions, four years of being someone else's puppet, I'm sure starts to take its toll. I mean, obviously, look right. at I mean, it did clearly, but I mean, and she, and she just talks a lot about like what her expectations were.
0: There were so much, so many expectations put on her, her body, her sobriety. She started drinking, of course, as we all know, around 13, 12 to 13, started using drugs around the same time. So, I me mean, just to put those into perspective as well. She, I wasn't aware that she grew up in the pageant circuit as much as she, she talked about it way more at this time. Okay. Um, to where she, that's where she, you know, kind of got the performance bug, but she's like, you know, it was, it weighed heavy on my little brain at that time, like what it meant to be perfect and look like and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, at the end of it all, although sometimes I I do roll my eyes at Demi Lovato, like I'm just like, OK, we have another thing we're yelling at people about. Yeah. You do appreciate kind of like more about her story and what she has encountered because it is so layered It is between abuse. She was raped. She sexually assaulted. I mean, you know, drug addiction, um, body problems like she was dealt with an eating disorder, to heavy amounts of fame and everyone around you basically like you know you have to support everyone around you including your family it's a lot of pressure so i'm not surprised that she went through so much what she did but um it was an eye opening kind of interview do i come out of it like uh, like loving her more i wouldn't say that right, right now i'm kind of like okay you, i see where you're coming from more i i, I don't know it, it, it's an interesting interview but uh, it's worth checking out for sure I love I will.
1: Yeah, I I, I haven't um, dove into that, but definitely we'll put that on the in the queue, so to in speak. But, um, you know, we've talked about her in previous episodes after we watched like her documentary. And I mean, I was a fan. I not like I like Demi's music. I probably would never go see her in a concert, but I appreciate her being so open about what she's gone through. And I always appreciate that about what people do. Um, I mean, I'm sure everything is filtered at some point, you know, that what she's allowed to talk about, what she's willing and what she's ready to. I mean, we, we sometimes I feel like we're in the society where we are just allowed to consume so much. And when we don't get what we want out of someone, we get kind of like, we're like, Ugh. Well, why aren't you sharing that story? It's like, listen, they get to share what they want to share on their own time, you know, and kind of at their own space. And sometimes you're just not ready to, you know, say these things. But um, I do appreciate her being honesty about her sobriety. Of like, listen, I I wanted to try being California sober, and clearly that wasn't it for me. And so now I I have found that, and I think that that really speaks a lot to people who struggle with addiction. Mm-hmm in the sense of it's not a one size fits all. I mean, it is a very complicated disease that, you know, people can spend an entire lifetime trying to manage. I don't think you ever get cured from addiction. I think you just learn to manage it. Um, and I think it's really, you know, poignant that she brings that to the table because she offered a lot of people access to being California sober. We're like, well, if Demi did it, then maybe that can work for me too, which is very dangerous for a lot of people. But then for her to go back and correct that and say, you know what? I tried it and it didn't work. I appreciate her being honest about that too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that, I think she does come across as, um, sometimes a little holier than thou isn't the right yeah, concept. Not, but I, I know like, what you're saying. You, self-righteous. You know what I mean? like, yeah. Self-righteous, uh, you know, in her like, well, I'm so woke. Listen to my thoughts. And this is like, we should all be on the same plan and not giving enough space for people to make their own. Like, you're like, ah, I see what you're saying, but I'm not fully committed in what, you know, in what you're selling type deal. So, I mean, I do think that she does get to be a little high horsey about that kind of shit. Um, but I do appreciate what she's, you know, her willingness to, to share her story. And I really thought that her new song 29 is about as a 17 year old Demi dating a 29 year old Wilma Vildorama. And, I didn't realize the age gap of that relationship. And I don't know, I, he just, he always kind of creeped me out. I mean, we talked about this a little bit offline yesterday, but like, I've never really been a fan. And I yeah. don't know if I just didn't pay attention back then when they were dating or I cared. I don't know, but I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't think I cared. Yeah. I was like, you. Okay. yeah, but I just never knew that she was 17 when they started dating. Like that's grooming. And like, she talks about that in her song. And again, that's another thing that, um i kind of fell down a little rabbit hole on tiktok about this and you know and a lot of men were coming forward saying that that happened to them with older women and i was like that is you know a story we don't hear a lot about either but i think again now that you have you're like oh is that what that was and you're like yeah because sometimes you don't have the tools at the time to you know, to deal with things. You don't even have the words sometimes or the language to be like, I don't know what that was, but it felt wrong. And like that, you just know it was wrong. But now that you're starting to see like, oh no, that actually has a word. There's a whole thing about that. You're like, oh,
0: okay, got it. Isn't that very interesting? Because, you know, when your spidey senses go off, I think like that's when you, or if something doesn't feel right, we always talk about this, but even when you see it on the peripheral, if even at a young age,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think sometimes we can be like, that's, that guy's just, that mm-mm. And yeah. I think we should pay attention more to that too. If like, if someone's disengaging from it, like that's weird. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's yeah. take a second. Look, she does talk a lot about that. I do love the song 29. I think it's very interesting. Um, I don't, I haven't deep, I haven't done a deep dive on their relationship, what that was like. But what I do remember, um, she did bring up in the, she didn't mention him by name, by the way, like a lot of the episode, but you kind of you the cues moment, yes. were kind of pointing yep. to who she was dating at the time. Um, and she did have to go into rehab during one of those during that relationship. And at the time, I think it was seen as, oh, look how supportive he's being. And he's such a good friend. And he's being there for me. And then it, I guess what she was saying on the inside was like, I'm forced to do this. I'm, this was me trying to get out. So it's just very interesting to, to see like the differences of what people are going through versus like what they're putting out. You know, it's just yeah, the age old, yeah. it's the age old thing. Like you never know what's going on behind closed
1: doors. You don't, an, a, if you care to go any further into this, um, like the, the whole Wilma folderama of it all, there is a great podcast that we both love, um, called beyond the blinds. And they have a, a whole like rotted, like who's rotted in Hollywood. Um, and he made the list and they did a whole podcast about him. And it is full of things that you're like, what? So we, we can yeah. link that in the oh. show notes, um, but oh, like it sure. is definitely worth a listen because some of these people and especially some of the people that we've talked about um. or I, did she mention her like who at Disney that she had? Like was she ever part of the Dan Schneider of it all? No, she doesn't mention
0: him by name. Okay, okay. She just uh, mentioned that she lost her virginity by uh, rape. Got it. Okay, but I don't know. I don't know who <clears throat> she never that, mentioned by name.
1: Okay, no, because um, I I feel like she's talked about that before, and that happened with a Disney actor, right? Did she, she does mention say that Disney? Okay.
0: per a person during her time at Disney. I think that's how she phrased it. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, so that's, it's again. a, it's a good listen. Highly recommend it. Highly okay. rec- it just, it's just, it brings you into, it kind of ties in all of the documentary stuff from two years ago.
1: So, okay. Um, um, well, we'll follow up with that today Thank, thank you, friend, I I for bringing do. that in there. Well, well thanks, thanks for nice.
0: following up with us and friends. I love that this you guys like so fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. And if you feel so inclined, we would love for you to follow us on social. We are at Crazy Zen Life on Instagram. We are on at Crazy Zen Life on TikTok. Um, not super active over there, but we'll get there. We'll get back. We'll get back. Um, but yeah, we love that you're here. And if you feel so inclined, if you would like to send us a review, rate the pod, share it with your friends. We absolutely love you guys showing up for us. And we promise that we will continue to show up for you guys as long as you keep pressing play. <laughs>
0: Press play, my.
1: all right we love you guys see you next time
0: thanks for sharing your time with us help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our
1: podcast and writing a review if you love what you heard in today's episode snap a screenshot and post it to your instagram stories don't forget to tag us